Welcome to the Athletes Mindset Academy podcast, where we help gymnastics coaches and parents develop happy, healthy athletes who know how to win. Let's get started. Hello and welcome. My name is Stacey Fletcher. I am here with three of our um, people that are super involved with what we're doing, and we want to share um, the story of how this has um, the work that we're doing has really changed um, the lives, especially of Allie and of Casey, who I have here with me today. So we're going to start out with introductions. And um, Casey, why don't you start by introducing yourself? So my name is Casey Crawford. I'm the head gymnastics coach at the University of Wisconsin La Crosse. Allie was my assistant coach for five years. And when I was an assistant, she was one of the athletes that I coached. So we've had a strong relationship and have kind of really worked together and learning more about Pro Mindset Academy and, and doing it ourselves. And you, Allie? Uh, my name's Allie Berry. I was a club gymnast in Michigan, and then Casey recruited me, and I was a gymnast for her, like she said, for four years, and then coached for five years at the University of Wisconsin Lacrosse, and now I am a coach at Pro Mindset Academy. And you, Amy? I am also a coach at Pro Mindset Academy, and I just love working with this program with these people. Super fun. All right, so we are actually talking today about something very sensitive. So to give a warning for that, we're talking about Allie's experience with Larry Nasser, her experience with um, how she has navigated that, Casey's experience with that. And so that's, that is what we're going to be talking pretty openly about today. Um, one of the things that Allie shared was she hated going into situations where Larry Nasser might be mentioned. And so I just want to mention that now so that if you're watching this, um, you're prepared for the things that we're going to talk about. Um, but we're also keeping it light because that's our style around here. So um, Casey, why don't you begin to tell us, tell us uh, the story from your perspective? Yeah, so I think, you know, the news of Larry Nassar had start to hit. And as the gymnastics community, you're, you know, you go through different phases of like, oh, no, Larry was just like this great doctor. And then you kind of learn oh that, you know, that was definitely abuse. And then more stories and more athletes come out. And I think it was the time when it was during the trial that, I mean, we were all just emotional. I mean, just breakdowns every day. I mean, we're just glued to the television watching these strong women's stories and, I decided at the gym, you know, to, to open up the conversation. You know, we knew everyone was watching it. We knew all the girls were watching the stories. And, you know, I obviously really believe in having open, honest communication as the head coach and providing a safe space for athletes to be able to talk and open up. And so we just kind of sat down before practice and we just kind of shared our feelings. And I just talked about, you know, hey, you can always come to me if, if this happened to you, because I wasn't stupid. I mean, any, anyone, <laughs> this could have happened to any of those girls. Um, and, you know, just to open up the space and even talking about boyfriend relationships and like, you know, you don't have to do anything you're uncomfortable with and just, just opening up any conversation of mental health in regards to abuse and sexual abuse. And, um, and that was just really how it started, just as a safe space. And then Allie can kind of, you know, what, what happened for you, Allie, during that time? 
Um, well, let me start just a tiny bit before that. The whole Larry Nassar situation came out. I was a level 10 gymnast in Michigan. So um, being a part of region five and all of that, he was my doctor. I had seen him for um, treatment for lower back pain. And when it all originally came out, I was like, oh yeah, I went to him and I got treatment and I wasn't involved in everything going on. And he's just a doctor and actually kind of stood up for him. And um, Casey had this conversation with our team and I still, I was like, oh, that's so horrible that all these things are happening to these girls. I'm so proud of them for talking, but like, that wasn't me. I was still in this, that I wasn't one of those girls. And then I went home that night and I started watching some more videos and reading stories of all these brave women that were telling their stories and had this realization of, oh my gosh, this is me. It is me. And um, I had a meltdown that night and um, really had a hard time and went to the gym the next day. And I said, Casey, it was me. That was me. Yeah. Yes. And my reaction was just open arms. I mean, it was, you know, from the outside, not totally surprised, you know, knowing what had happened, but just like, yeah, you know, and just believing her and just letting her kind of feel those feels and she's a hugger you know i'm sure we were hugging <laughs> and you know just letting her cry a little bit and letting her get it out and um i know ally you could even share more but it, it became so much of you beating yourself up in the beginning so i think that was a lot of our conversation if you want to maybe talk about that yeah so after i had just got it out and had accepted that um that was me i was really angry with myself for one, feeling like I stood up for him and two, for feeling stupid because I thought that like, how could I have believed all of this stuff? And I just, I thought that I was dumb. And so I was not just angry at him in the situation. I was really just beating up on myself about how could I have let this happen and how could I have not like known that it was me and went into self-destructive mode. I remember so many times you were like, but my story is not as bad as others. And I really shouldn't be feeling this way. Mm -hmm. And like just the internal struggle, the cycle, like day after day of like, but mine's not that bad, right? Like, should I really be complaining about this? Should I, you know, and just like, you could tell the own cycle in your brain, just it wouldn't stop every day. Yeah. So after that, it kind of got to this point where it was affecting my daily life. Um, I was having a hard time um, being in situations where he might be brought up, being in situations where it was just about children's safety in general, because I, you know, I was putting so much pressure of like, I have to protect everybody from everything and everything had turned into being about that situation. And um, so I decided and Casey also encouraged me to seek out some counseling help where I did get to talk through a lot of what was going on in my brain and really get it out and really process what had happened. Um, but I still that was, was like normal therapy, right? Like that was you walked in. Yes. Yep. Just walked into counseling and, um, I would feel so great that day, like really talking about it, but I felt like I almost got stuck, like a now what? And when it would come up, I still didn't have, um, I felt like I didn't have control over what was going on in my environment or how I was feeling. And I was out of control with um, my emotions. And I, if I just had a bad day, there was nothing I could do about it. And um, 
I had one of those days and Casey was like my supervisor in some of my teaching that I was doing. And I showed up to teach that day and I had a full meltdown in her office and told her that I just felt like I couldn't even function, that I wasn't able to teach these kids. But then I was so mad because I know it's my job. So I feel like I have to teach them. And it was just like this internal conflict of I had completely shut down. Yeah. And I remember it so clearly because I kept being like, just go home. I'll teach for you. Like, it's no big deal. I was totally trying to just like save her. And she was stubborn in a good way. I think in the end, it was such a good, good thing that happened. But she was like, no, I have to work. And, um, you know, I had just started working with Amy for maybe a couple of months. I did not know how to do a CTFAR very well, which for those who don't know, is just one of the tools, like one of the very first tools you learn that completely changes your life. <laughs> and so I was just like verbally trying to help her. Like, and, and all that means is that like, you know, every circumstance you face creates a thought and every thought creates a feeling and every feeling creates an action. Every action creates a result. And so I was just trying to verbally kind of take her thoughts. I go, why are you crying? So like she had bad dreams, right? Is that what was going on? Yeah, it started with, I had some rough dreams. <laughs> she had some really rough dreams and I was just pulling things. And we eventually found out that she, she was crying that morning and she was so afraid to go to work and teach that day because she was afraid people were going to ask her about it. And that's all it was. That was the thought. She just had no idea. That was what was holding her back from teaching that day. And so it just took me listening to her thoughts and helping her figure out her thoughts to create like a different action. And we came up with like a, a new thought of like, okay, if someone asks, asks your dog, your family dog died. And, <laughs> and that's what we're going to, and then all of a sudden she was like, oh, like, you know, and never would we have known if that that was the issue had we not had that very first tool of helping her work through her thoughts. And I was doing it off of very little knowledge. I, mean, I had just started these tools. So it goes to show how quick you can take it and it can, it can change you. It can change another person's life um, just by helping you learn how to listen to them more and help them figure it out. Um, so that was kind of our first day of it. Yeah. And, and then I think I recommended, you know, I think, you know, this therapy thing you're going to is how, I mean, I'm the one who recommended you go to therapy, but I don't know if it's really doing things. And, and really, I just kind of had no, I think we'd even talk like, you just, it was hard for you to eat, you know, you maybe wanted to shop more, you kind of go into those buffers. And, and it was like, I think there's a different kind of counseling that could help you. Like this other one that we've been learning about, it's just a little, it's just different. So why don't, you know, maybe you should try it. Yeah. And I remember, so I made it through teaching that day. It was awesome. I, it really just switched my brain around and it was actually Casey texted me the next morning or that night and was just like, Hey, I just, I've been thinking about you and I think you should talk to Amy. And I was like, I'll do anything. I was at the point, I was like, I'll literally do anything. I just, I don't, I just don't want to be like this anymore. I don't want to um, live my life this way anymore. And so I called up Amy and um, that's where everything began and everything changed. And here we are today. <laughs> so Amy, tell me about that, that call or when you first, just tell me about what you first remember. So it's so fun to be reminded of some things because I, I have a lot of clients. So it's fun to go, wait a second. This is, I, as we were talking for a second before this, they reminded me of things that Allie had also talked to me about, but this is what I found super intriguing is when somebody comes to me with a problem, 
it's really like Casey said, once you find out the cause of the problem, they can shift super quick out of it. You just need to find the cause and the cause is what we use that model CTFAR for. So with Allie, this is what I loved is we had committed to three months, working together for three months, once a week. Within the first few weeks, Allie's like, all right, I think I'm good. Can we go on to something else? And this is what I love about these tools is they apply to everything. So when you get this one meta skill, it just trickles into every other part of your life. But with Allie, I love that it's understanding how to separate what's going on what the facts are from what you're thinking about the facts, just like Casey was saying, as soon as Allie was able to apply that. So it's really cool to hear about it and to really be intrigued about it. But once you start, so I gave her some tools. The first tool we do together is always separating what's actually going on and what are we just thinking is going on. And when you can separate those two things, everything starts to change. And then when you get some, some, uh, like I, I, I gave you some work to do. So every week we get work to do. Hey, I want you to practice this tool. I want you to apply it to your life. When you start using the tools, then you see things change faster. And that one first tool of just separating yourself from what, you, from what the problem is, separate yourself from the problem, what you think is the problem, everything just starts to feel more like you're in control, more liberated, more empowered. And just that very first step made it that within a few weeks, this big problem that made it so Allie, I just remember Allie saying, I can't even imagine going to the camps this summer because they're going to bring up something like safety sports and, and anybody who says anything is going to trigger me and make it so I don't even want to be there. I'm going to have to go, you know, hide, physically hide because I can't handle hearing anything that has to do with any type of safety, physical safety. It wasn't just about abuse anymore. It was like it had filtered into everything right? So that's what I love. As soon as she got these tools and started applying them, now that's the difference. We can hear things and that's great. But when you start actually trying to see how it applies to any situation in your life, you can, you, you feel a difference really quick. Yeah. That's what I saw with Allie. And then we moved on to the fear of spiders. (laughs) (laughs) Which I can now kill a spider without crying, everybody. You don't know me, but that's a huge deal. So (laughs) you keep shifting to the next thing. Allie, when you think back, you, you kind of like told a lot about the details of the story and then we got to that and then you're like, and then I did the life coaching and now everything's changed. <laughs> Tell me what's changed. Tell me what, what changed for you and what, what are some of the key things that you think helped bring you some, some freedom really? Um, first of all, like Amy said, just sep- separating those um, circumstances from my thoughts, it gave me complete control. It was now no longer Larry Nassar making me feel this way. It was now no longer these people at camps making me feel this way. It was not me becoming a victim of everything going on. It was me being able to take control of my own thoughts and my own life and be able to live it the way that I wanted to. And that was just, it was so freeing and so freeing that I was like, okay, I can totally get free from this spider situation now. <laughs> it's like, like, this is crazy. Like I am in control. I am in control of my own destiny and that's amazing. And I want to help other people be in control of their own destiny. So now that's why I'm a part of Pro Mindset Academy. <laughs> How to do it. We, we hear, and it's fun to feel good for the day, like you said. And that's what I found because I had sports psychologists from the age of 16 on the national team until I was a collegiate athlete. And I feel good for the moment. But then I didn't know how to keep feeling good on my own. And so now you know how to, it's like giving a person a fish or teaching them how to fish. And you know how to, you know how to fish now. Yeah. 
Yeah, and so it's it's come full circle, and now Allie is joining with us in the Pro Mindset Academy to be one of our coaches, so it's really fun. Mm -hmm. um, and so we are doing this interview today because we are so passionate about seeing the culture of gymnastics change. Mm -hmm. And we believe that these tools are a part of the the process, a key part of the process to actually seeing an entire new culture. You know, we, we look at what's going on in the world around us and creating a new culture is not easy. It's not a one and done kind of thing. It's not, you know, I mean, even Allie's story where she's like, yeah, I did the tools and then I was good. Like that's been a journey and this will be a journey, but we want to change. We want to change the culture of the gymnastics, of the gymnastics community, not just around Larry Nasser abuse, but around giving coaches the tools to be able to be in charge enough of their own minds that they don't end up doing emotionally abusive things when they don't need to, or that they learn how to use other things than fear and anger to motivate their gymnasts. We want to teach coaches how to do that and create a different coaching environment. We want to help give coaches the tools to, to help their students, to help their athletes really be able to process their emotions and to manage their mind and to train their brain and um and those things change everything and so um one of the things that i know can be very difficult that ali mentioned is sometimes it feels like if if you've gone if you're if you've gone through larry nassar or through another um emotionally abusive situation physically sexually abusive situation sometimes you get tired of telling the story and so one of the things that is true with our program is you don't have to if you don't want to. Learning the tools is what will change your life, not telling us about what happened. Learning the tools and learning how to apply them is what will make everything different. It's the, the learning how to fish, and that's what we want to teach you. And so you can do that as part of our group program where you never even talk to any of us. You can talk to us on a little bit of a life coaching call, or you can work with us one-on-one, -on -one, um, whatever depth you want to go. But the point is learning the tools and learning how to apply them to your life as a coach, as an athlete, as a human, <laughs> as a staff person. Um, this can change every area. It can change spiders. It can change sexual <laughs> abuse. Like the whole gamut is, is all because our brain is what runs it all. And so that's what we're here for. That's what we want to keep being in these conversations about. And uh, we'd love for you to join us in any way that feels safe and helpful to you. So thanks for being here today. Thanks, Ali, so much for sharing your story. Um, my story is I joined Amy in creating the Pro Mindset Academy because I uh, was a gymnastics blogger. And I had been following the lives of so many of these gymnasts since they were little kids. And I, every, like you guys talk about the trial and I remember the trial. I was literally like on my couch all day long bawling, but I had been following their stories as each one came out for, I think two years before that. And every, I remember like being at a sushi restaurant and being with some friends and being like, oh, there's another one. Oh no. You know, just every time it would post. And I just kept thinking, I, I want to do something. I want to help. And then when I started getting these tools to become a life coach, I was going to become a life of, like a weight loss coach. Um, when I started getting these tools to do that, I thought, this is it. This is how it can help. And so then when I started working with Allie and I heard her story and I thought, I thought that this could help, but to see it actually already has 
like gives me so much confidence in what we're doing. And I'm so excited to work on this with you. And Casey, thanks so much for just being such a safe place for your students and for being willing to like step out in that. So really appreciate having you guys here. Any last things to say before we sign off? It's just something that's needed and we love all of you and you athletes, we want you to be happy, we want you to be healthy and that's gonna create an, an experience that we didn't have because we didn't know these tools when we were athletes and we want you to have this experience of sports at a higher level emotionally and then your performance is gonna become unbelievably, mind-blowingly amazing and you're gonna feel amazing along the way. Yeah. So our next interview with the four of us is actually going to be about the gymnastic side of it and the mindset side of it and how this can help your performance and your coaching and um, that whole part of it. So join us to tune in for that. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. We believe that you've got this, but we would love to help you in your athletic journey. We know you need to get maximum results in the shortest time possible. So we've created a program with short, effective lessons and coaching that you can fit between practice and the rest of life. We coach parents, coaches, and athletes in the mental and emotional health tools they need to create an environment for athletes to thrive. Invest in the one thing that will have the greatest impact on your success, your mind. Check us out at athletesmindsetacademy.com. Let's do this.